When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode, Kiss of Death podcast, episode 39 of Kiss of Death. My name is Mike Brown. That's Jeremy Brenner. Welcome to our fourth season together, you and I. Incredible, man. Four seasons? Four seasons, and we're actually crazy. uh, In about 30 episodes, we're going to hit 500 total episodes between uh, Harden My Take then the dream take and now kiss of death so almost congratulations on 500 episodes almost congratulations on the season about to start oh my lord game <laughs> tonight rockets up by 10 uh here in the fourth quarter typically we're going to be doing these shows after the game is over but gotta get to work early tomorrow so we figured let's start just a tad bit early but basically jeremy if the rockets win tonight we're going to win the nba championship right because everybody's playing great. Uh, Thompson's the real deal. Jalen Green looks like a superstar. Rockets up by 10 in the fourth quarter. We're going to win the title if we win this game. Right? Parade down Kirby. You know who oh. it is. Oh. <laughs> uh, we have a lot to talk about tonight. We have our first ejection of the season. Uh, one preseason game in. Less than a quarter in. Less than half a quarter in. We already have our first ejection. Um, so let's get to box score, right? So we'll do a really quick box score recap. Rockets only, uh, no Pacers tonight because quite frankly, Jeremy, I don't care uh, to talk anything about the Pacers tonight. Let's talk all Rockets. Shangun, 15 points, five rebounds, four assists, 24 minutes. Fred Van Fleet, 10 points, four assists. Jabari had 14 and six rebounds. Jalen had 11 points, four rebounds. Uh, Dylan Brooks, five minutes, one assist, no points. We'll get to that in a minute. Tari Eason, 11 points, eight rebounds. Amen Thompson, a little 369. Oh my, he's fine at this game called basketball. Three assists, six points, nine rebounds, two points, four rebounds for Aaron Holiday, 12 points for Cam Whitmore, nine for Tate. Jermaine Samuels has four points. 
that's a that's a nice little box score to break balance, up. Right? Balance, yeah. Balance, yeah. And, and, and it looks like it looks like, you know, we're we're keeping an eye on the end of this game. It looks like a men might add to the totals. Uh not a great shooting night from a men, but no. I'm not too concerned. It, it's preseason. Um honestly, yeah, I mean, we've got we've got players that excite us. Um it, it's you know, a lot of what we've been talking about all offseason long is finally coming into fruition. And uh yeah, a lot of exciting stuff, Mike. Uh love love to see it, love to hear it, love to smell it, all of that. It's good to Jeremy, I got to tell you. So Let's get to the Dylan Brooks first because we got to talk about this. <laughs> Five minutes in, and he's nut shotting Daniel Tice, which I tweeted that there's a joke in there somewhere about like the state of the Rockets now. Daniel Tice used to be a Rocket. Look, after watching it again, at first I was like, okay, that's a really weak call. Hey. He did it on purpose. No, he deserved that ejection, Mike. Are you kidding me? Yeah. In preseason, he's doing that. Come listen, on. I got to tell. Okay. So here's come on, thing. DB. Like, come no, on. No, no, listen. Listen. Listen, man. Look, I'm with you. I do want to say, though, I called this about five shows ago. Like, I, I believe it. Yeah, you definitely did. Specifically <laughs> saying he's going to fight. So, he's going to fight a popcorn vendor, I think is what I said. Uh, look. Is it a good? I just didn't expect to be five minutes into the preseason. <laughs> Jeremy, I got to tell you, that whole eighty million dollar contract is going to get me and you through the next five hundred episodes. Like oh I genuinely God. feel that. Oh and here's, and he's not going to get dragged for this. Like he's not. This isn't a terrible look for Dylan Brooks. But I got to tell you this, I actually really like it. I don't know about you, but. I like it from the perspective of you're not going to set a hard screen on him. He's setting the tone for how this season is going to go. I like it from that perspective. I really do. As weird as that sounds, like I hope you understand what I'm saying when I say that. I like his his feistiness. I like that about him, man. Like it gets me fired up. It gets his teammates fired up. Here's what I'll say. Okay, it's, it's 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 preseason. It's an exhibition game, so anything uh, bad that happens, it's like it never happened, and anything exactly. good that happens, it's parade on Kirby. Uh, so it's fair. So uh, this, look, like, and right now, like this move, like this, it's all fun and games now because it's preseason. It really doesn't matter um, if this is a game in the regular season and the Rockets lose a game like this where. Uh, Dylan Brooks could have been there, you know, because like he's taking himself out of the game when he could be there in in sure. you know in the stretch, and and like it won't be as funny if it happens during the regular season. No, um, no, it's but not. it's preseason, so it's funny as shit right now. <laughs> yeah, like, and I'm looking at Jermaine Samuels diving on the floor for balls, and Jermaine Samuels fighting for playing time. He's fighting he for is. a two way spot. He's, He's fighting for a lot right now. So that props to him, props to those guys that are still fighting now on there that we couldn't wait for. Just to put a bow on the on the Dylan Brooks thing, it's Jeremy, he's like you're almost at a loss. And this isn't great that I'm at a loss for words because this is a live podcast, but you it's so on brand for him 
to nutshot a guy preseason game four minutes into the game. It's like this is going to be the funnest season of Rockets basketball that you and I have done thus far. And it's not even going to be close. When you talk about Tari Eason playing his tail off, Cam Whitmore doesn't want to pass the ball. And that's okay in preseason. Like Cam Whitmore, it's okay to pass the ball. He's trying to get acclimated to the game. I just, I really like what I saw tonight. Like, and there there are certain Twitter profiles out there that are taking this game way too seriously. You and I have the right approach, I feel like. Like, this is all fun. We get to see our guys play. We want to see them win. But I saw a lot tonight that I like. Give me two things that stood out to you the most watching this game tonight. What stood out? Or who stood out? Outside of Dylan Brooks. Um, Javari Smith got off to a real nice start. Yep. Um, I thought I was I was impressed with him and his defense. Uh, that was really nice to see. Fourteen points from Jabari, uh, mm-hmm. and then that that pass with Shingun, uh, to to Cam Whitmore from the mm-hmm. top of the key, and then Cam slams it. Yep. Slam Whitmore. How about that? I like that. As, as we kind of feel these guys out, try to find nicknames for him. But uh, give me some of uh, Slam Whitmore, man. That yeah, that dude's fun. That dude's fun. He's bouncy. He he's got a lot to like about his game. Uh, still can't believe the Rockets got him in the draft, uh, even though he, he went 20. Um, so Rockets should take that steal to the bank because, um, man, that's just – I hope the Rockets will continue to benefit from from that steal. You know, I'm curious to see what kind of playing time Cam Whitmore is going to get. Obviously, I think he got a little bit more playing time tonight because Dylan Brooks uh, got suspended or got ejected. Um, hopefully there's no suspension that's attached to it. I'm sure no. it'll be at least a hefty fine. Um, uh, it's going to be a fine. I hope there's no suspension that's attached to it, but uh, I digress. But yeah, I, I like, you know, potentially it keeps oozing um, from this group, and that's what we're going to see throughout the preseason. When the regular season starts and that schedule, you know, starts to matter uh, and the games start to, you know, get dire, you know, but like I said, Mike, you know, the vibes with this season, um, you know, this is going to be uh, not that it had a very big bar to, to overcome, but this is going to be a fun season, uh, you know, a lot to like about this group. And hopefully they will give us something to be proud of some rocket. It's been a while since we've been super proud of Rockets basketball. Um, so I would love to see this group, you know, make Make the Rockets great again, if you will. I mean, like, I can't think of another, you know, yeah. better phrase for that other than let's make the Rockets great again. I, I, I like it. The two guys that stood out to me tonight, Fred Van Fleet and Amen Thompson. Uh, Tari Eason gets a uh, third place for me. I, I was going to, what is it? Honorable mention is Tari Eason. Loved what I saw from Fred Van Fleet tonight. Uh, hitting back-to-back threes setting the offense up. It's it's crazy to think what this team can look like with a competent point guard. And Fred yeah, Van Fleet yes. is so much more than a competent point guard, but that's all this team needs at that spot. Is a little cohesion, a little you go here, you go here. And Ahmed Thompson, man, this dude can fly. Now he's got to rein it in, and it's one game, so I'm not going to hold anything against these guys. But good God almighty, he had a move where he kind of, he finger rolled it up. I don't know if you know the play that I'm talking about, 
but he finger rolled. He went right past his guy. I mean, his athleticism at six mm-hmm. six, he's going to be able to get to the hole literally whenever he wants to. But the finger roll and the just the way I mean, he's competing in the fourth quarter. He's playing with five minutes left in the fourth quarter. He's still giving it all. Like I love this kid already, and he's going to be better. And if I had to make a guess, he's going to be the first guy coming in off the bench for Udoka. That's my guess. At least at the beginning of the season, yeah. It, it wouldn't yeah. surprise me if he could find a way to sneak into that starting lineup somehow. Not, I mean, like, it does seem like the starting five is pretty solidified. I was um, going to say. But who yeah, do you send like, to the bench? Like, in, if he were to sneak into the starting lineup, who do you send to the bench? Probably uh, probably Dylan Brooks, honestly. Um, but it's – but it, it's hard to say that right now. Uh, yeah. But that's the thing is, like, we don't know how good a man is going to be, right? So, like, that could totally change. But I like the fact that, you know, we, we the last show we did together was the Kevin Porter Jr. episode. And, and that, you know, mm-hmm. and we, we didn't want to really talk a whole lot about the basketball aspect of that. But Kevin Porter Jr.'s absence from the team, Amen Thompson is probably going to be the person that benefits from it the most when it comes to playing time. And he will have the opportunity to kind of run that second unit on his own. And he'll have the ability to, you know, earn that, earn those true point guard reps uh, early. um, And and without much pressure, too. He won't have as much pressure uh, because he's running second units. um, And the Rockets can create a pretty solid second unit uh, with guys like Tari Eason, uh, Cam Whitmore, um, you know, Jay Sean Tate, like they have, like, there's some, there's some talent in that group as well. And, um, you know, and a men's going to be able to benefit from that. I think a men's going to be like a 25 minute, a guy night, hopefully that that's, that's the goal. I, I would assume, um, you know, as someone who is probably not going to be given a starting role, you know, right away, you know, like we've talked about it all throughout the off season, you know, you'd like to have a number, your number four overall pick be a starter, um, but given what the team has decided to go in, the direction that the team has decided to go in, um, that's not good, that's not going to happen right away. But that's probably a good thing because the Rockets are, you know, their philosophy and their uh, like their angle for this season is different than the previous ones. It wasn't. It's not just about hey, let's let's give these rookies and let's give these young guys as as much of an opportunity as possible, and let's let's try to just you know play them and see what happens, right? This, this group's trying to win, and this group's trying to win with the right mix of your vets, your Van Vliet, yeah. your Dylan Brooks, your your Jeff Greens, all that, and your mix of youth. And a men is part of that group now. So um, it's look, it, we're going to see it play all throughout the year, and, and I'm sure we're going to have many a conversation about um, how that goes. Um, but yeah, it, it's it, a men. A men is just he's so exciting. He's going to be so fun to watch this year. He is exciting. And I keep looking over this way. This is where the game is. I'm just trying to make sure if anything big happens, we're able to talk about it. Yeah. The Rockets, they're up, they're up 16 now or something like that. They're yeah, up there a couple of with three minutes to go. They should yeah. win this game. One twelve ninety six. 96. So here's, here's what, where I kind of want to take what I, from what I saw tonight, there is a game or there's a guy that I feel like need is going to be in this rotation permanently and it's cam whitmore cam whitmore to me is a baby Kawhi leonard if you watch his game side by side to Kawhi, 
if he continues to build out his body and his repertoire, he's going to dominate. Like I'm at the NBA level. And it's, it's so funny to me, Jeremy, because when you say that we haven't even talked about Reggie Bullock, the signing still have Aaron holiday. You have Jay Sean Tate. You have Cam Whitmore. You have Tari Eason. You have Dylan Brooks. You have Jabari. You have this plethora of guys to, I don't know who's going to get those minutes, but Jeremy, I'm going to tell you what Cam Whitmore better be in the rotation from day one. This, this cannot be a, you're a rookie. You got to earn your minutes. No, you need to play Cam Whitmore period is the way I, I see could it. already, I could already see the, the future now with, with you, Mike, uh, oh. you're going to, you're going to tell me during the season, we're going to lose by like 15, be like, why is Cam Whitmore only playing 10 minutes? Why, why is a man only playing 15 minutes? Why? Like, and, and we're going to lose. And the thing is, but like, that's, that's the problem. Mike is like, yes, like, a man in cam is just they're they're all the, they're blank canvases, right? And they've got so many physical tools with them um, that that you know they can emerge into these you know really really good NBA players. And you mentioned Kawhi, and I, I see where you're coming from, but also opportunity is going to have to be a no, big part sure. of how these players fulfill their ceiling and. It's also not going to come immediately, right? It, it's just not. Um, and the fact that they're not going to be, you know, given, you know, these big roles right away is also going to be part of it. And look, Adoka, he's coming in here to win. And the the veterans are going to take precedence first. Um, Dylan Brooks is going to take a lot of those minutes that Cam may have gotten on last year's team. Like sure. if Cam was on last year's team, I think there's a better chance for him to see minutes over uh, a veteran. But as we understand, the Rockets are not trying to be a bottom four team again. No. So those veterans are going to get those minutes. And yes, it may be frustrating because the Rockets, even with these veterans, are still not uh, a surefire playoff team. Like we're thinking fight for the seven or eight seed, says Alex. Like that's if everything goes well. Yeah. But I think, everything yeah, might I don't not think go well. Yeah, I don't think this so, is out. I don't think it's out of the question. I agree with you. Listen, I think it's you're not out of the question right away because we're tied first place right now at 0 and 0. But uh, what I'm saying is 1 and 0 in the preseason. Knock on wood, assuming nothing happens in the next like two minutes. Um, but yeah, so but but the thing is, like this group has a lot going for them, um, and, and they can go in a lot of different directions. There's a lot of flexibility in where yeah. the Rockets can go. From, from here. So what the Rockets, like, they need to find that balance. And Udoka, and this balance is not going to come immediately. So no. I urge Rockets fans, and Mike, you're part of that group. I urge Rockets fans, and I'm part of that group too, be patient, trust the process. I hate throwing that word out, but it's true. It's cliche, but it's true. Trust yeah. the process with this group. It's going to work out in the long run. I really do feel it. There's too much talent in Houston for it. I don't just listen. I don't disagree. I don't disagree at all. It it comes down to, yeah, like you said, man, this is why you pay Udoka $7.5 million. And this is the reason why you have the roster that you do. Whitmore is one of those guys that, like, the the, the role for Thompson is already carved out. He's going to run the second unit. He's not, he's not going to be a starter on this version 
of this team. You just paid Fred Van Fleet. He's not going to start over Jalen. He's not going to start over Brooks, and he's not going to start over Jabari. And obviously, he's not going to start over Shingun. That's your five. So he runs the second unit. The question is, like you said, what does Udoka do with a guy like Reggie Bullock? Because Reggie Bullock, you can argue, is going to take those minutes from Cam Whitmore. That's where that's what you just laid out. I don't disagree with. And then you start looking at, you know, Tari Eason's going to back up Dylan Brooks. That's pretty much solidified, I would say. Uh, Jeff Green, we haven't even talked about Jeff Green. He's going to get his minutes. Landale's going to back up Shingun. You haven't even talked about Jay Sean Tate. It's basically going to be Tate or Whitmore. Who cracks the rotation first? I wouldn't be so sure about Jeff Green getting minutes in this rotation. Um, you better. You maybe better some, not a lot. Not not every night. I don't, I don't see it with Jeff Green. I feel as if Jeff Green is a 10 minutes a guy at best. Uh, but just give it like I think there's ten guys that played before Jeff Green, so that that to me is like what. And if you're trying to limit like, but I feel like with Udoka, Udoka ran at least with with Boston in the year we saw, he didn't run rotations that deep. And granted, that team was a title contender, and you know you run obviously the Celtics are not going to be run the same way the Rockets are. Um, but if, if if anything, you're going to play your younger guys more. Um, so that would knock Jeff Green out of any particular rotation um and and same with reggie bullock i love the reggie bullock signing by the way i i know you and i haven't like personally talked a lot about it oh i'm Um, smitten by it i love i love the reggie bullock signing i thought it was a really smart move bringing another veteran uh especially with the team you know reeling from the kevin porter's uh situation yeah he was wanted by numerous teams i mean there was numerous playoff teams that would have signed a reggie bullock that wanted reggie bullock and the Rockets said, no, we're going to take him off waivers and oh, we're going to make your decision real easy. Um, but so so I think because they pulled him off waivers, I think that that's interesting because it's like, well, why would you do that if you're not going to play him? Exactly. Um, and I do think that they're – like I would say Reggie Bullock is more likely to get minutes than Jeff Green. Um, but even then, there's probably 10 guys that would rather play over Reggie Bullock. Yeah. So it's it's tricky. It's and there may be nights like Udoka may go eleven deep. Udoka may go twelve deep. Like we don't know how he's going to run this rotation. He right. has a number of different possibilities, and you know he can go in a bunch of different directions. But I would say like getting Cam Whitmore these minutes is more important than Jeff Green getting these minutes or Reggie yeah. Bullock getting these minutes. And that's that's where you you and I have gone back and forth on this like we talked about at the top of the show, nearly 500 episodes, positionless basketball, right? And Mm -hmm. I think Udoka, it's fascinating. Watching Shangun tonight, I liked what I saw from Shangun defensively. He wasn't going up against any juggernauts on the front line, but I liked what I saw from him. Landale's his backup. And like like I just said, I think if Tari Eason becomes the backup to Jabari, which I think is is a feasible possibility, it opens up that spot for either Jay Shantate or Cam Whitmore, who's going to back up Dylan Brooks. And I just, I love what I see from Cam Whitmore. I mean, he is prototypical three and D today's NBA nasty. He's got a phenomenal frame already. He hasn't even touched an NBA court yet. And the guy's built like a freaking house. 
It's a question of how quickly can he garner the respect from Ime Udoka because that's not going to come easy. And I agree with you, man. I, I totally agree. And this is the first time in four seasons that we've talked about the Rockets having legitimate NBA depth at nearly every spot. It's exciting. It's yeah. exciting. Watching the game tonight, like I'm watching, I'm like, oh my God, brand new network, Space City Home Network, you know, good to have the guys back. It was great to see Gerald Green in the in the, in the pre and the post-game show with Murph. The mayor, the mayor of Houston. Oh my, he could run for the mayor and I would vote for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but overall, I mean, if I had to grade what I saw tonight, B, B plus, B plus, I would say. And we, and we can give, we can give a final score. Game is over now. Yeah, Rockets uh, win. Rockets win. 122 to 103 over the Indiana Pacers. So we can we can throw up a W for the H. Um, what was that? I don't know. Like I don't know what's going on here. I feel like Ricky Bobby. Like I don't know what to do with my hands. Um, w for the H. Oh, well, okay, that's that's much better. Um, cool. But I, yeah, I would I, say yeah, I would say there's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot to like and. The thing with Cam Whitmore is, yes, he's going to have to earn this. He's going to have to earn these minutes. I hope um, he does. And, yeah, and I would say this. When I'm thinking of these, like, lineups that that um, that Udoka can run in the second unit, right? Like, oh. you've got Amen Thompson, um, and you know he's going to be there. You know Tari's there. You know um, Landale is going to be there in some capacity. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say – if you're looking to add more scoring, Bullock you add Bullock or Cam. Yeah, you don't add both. If you maybe no. want some defense added in, maybe you go Tate and Bullock or yeah. Tate and Cam. Yep. Like I feel like Jay Sean Tate for more balance and more defense. I mean, yes, you got Tari, um, but. Getting a guy like Jay Sean Tate in there is is also gonna just boost your defense. Um, so so yeah, that's kind of what I'm seeing when it comes to balance. I don't think you're gonna get a lineup with Bullock and Cam Whitmore on the floor at the same time. I really like in the regular season. I, I don't think you're gonna see a ton of that. Um, I do think it's you know for like I do think Tate and Cam make a little bit more sense together, and I do think that Bullock and Tate make a little bit more sense together. Um, than than uh, than having both and Cam. It's going to be situational. It's situational, absolutely. And and that's what you need in the NBA nowadays. You need depth beyond depth beyond depth. Every team plays very differently, um, and there are some matchup like like yes, a lot of teams are very positionless, and you can kind of you know mix and match in a bunch of different ways, um, but. Every team does provide different matchups, and you need to be able to uh, to to yeah. get your best matchup for whatever the team that you're playing against uh, is what works in your favor as well. Like you the know, Rockets are not in a position to where they can throw out any five, and that's definitely going to beat whoever's on no. the other side. If you're going to play Orlando, that might be more of a game for a Cam Whitmore. If you're playing the Bucks, that's more of a Reggie Bullock game. Like that's the way I see it. Is Udoka, mm. again, this is why you pay Ime Udoka $7.5 million a year, is to figure these questions out. Because I agree with you. Your five is set. 
like as long as Dylan Brooks stops nut shotting people, he's gonna be playing thirty plus yeah. thirty plus minutes a night. The way I see mm-hmm. it, at minimum thirty plus minutes. You know, that's just what I saw tonight, man. What I saw this summer, Whitmore, and look, Whitmore could totally whiff against NBA talent when he gets out there. I just don't see it. Like you and I have watched. I think. I think. I think more in the beginning of the season, you're more likely to see Bullock. Um, and yeah. then I think, I think what's going to happen is Bullock is going to be the one that's going to get the minutes over Cam probably at the beginning. Um, and then as the season goes on, Bullock either becomes a trade okay. candidate or a buyout candidate, yep. Um, yep. someone that, you know, and then those minutes for Cam will free up a little bit more. Yeah, I agree. Also, but we could also, we could also get some opportunities where Cam balls out early on and becomes, it becomes a point to where you have to play him. And it's- and I think that that like and there's a chance that that happens as well. And I and I would put almost the same amount of odds on a men Thompson being so good that he has to start as well, or even Tari Eason. Potentially, like, I yeah. could see a world where Tari is just balling out so much that you have to start him. He's one of your best five players. Yeah. You have to do it. Uh, and same with the men. Like those two guys are are potential for that. Um, Cam needs a little bit more seasoning, um, but I think that we could maybe have this conversation about Cam a year or two down the line. Uh, but obviously, a lot goes. But also, Cam's coming into the into the Rockets with Jalen already there, with Shangun already there, with Jabari, Tari, all of those guys already there. So those guys are obviously in a better position to make an impact earlier because they've just been in the league a little bit longer. It's very reminiscent, just to switch sports before we wrap the show up, Devin A. Chain for the Miami Dolphins, who as a rookie comes in, balls out. You got to get him on the field. It's very, that's what we hope happens for Thompson and for Whitmore because that would be a really good problem for the Rockets to have. Um, Whether they start, they come off the bench, as long as they're playing and you're getting them on the court, Tari Eason looks like he's ready to take that year two jump. And I'm here for it, Jeremy. Rockets win. It's exciting. Absolutely. And, you know, stack enough wins and that parade on Kirby is going to be sooner than you think. And I will be there at the front with you on that horse and buggy going down Kirby Drive. That will wrap the show up for tonight. When do we play next? When, Or I should say, when do we win next? What is it? Third? Ooh. Thursday, I want to say the Rockets play next. It is. It is. So they play Friday. I want to say it's it's Thursday. Yes, Thursday at, Thursday. at New. It's against New Orleans, um, but it's Perfect. not in New Orleans. Perfect. It's it's uh, a it's a neutral site game. So we will be live. I think it's Thursday. in Birmingham. It might be in Birmingham. I'm not sure. Okay. Well, we'll find out. But we will be live after that game. After we are yeah, at Birmingham. every single Rockets game. I will be on a cruise next week. I leave for Fort Lauderdale slash Miami Saturday, return a week from Saturday. So we'll figure out shows for next week. I was able to do a show from the last cruise I was on. So hopefully we can do that yeah, again. But you got to get that vacay in before we're, we're doing this three times a week for six I'm months. Stoked, man. Uh, but I am Mike Brown. That is Jeremy Brenner. Once again, Rockets win undefeated on the 23-24 season. Uh, if you're on Twitter, make sure to follow the Kiss of Death at Rockets FFSN. Follow my very talented co-pilot, Jeremy Brenner, at... Jeremy Brenner is J-E-R-E-M-Y-B-R-E-N-E-R. You can follow my 
very talented co-pilot Michael Brown on Twitter at Mike Brown underscore 2020. We will talk to you guys Thursday night. And until next time, Rockets fans, go Rockets.